Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here on a Saturday. Hope you're all doing well. Sitting here just puttering around, trying to learn my lines, things like that. Looking at some old game stuff, but I'll get into that in a minute. Right now, I have a voicemail from Chris Stockett, Crispy from Save or Die, my old stomping grounds, the Save or Die podcast. So go ahead, Crispy. Hey, Glenn. It's Crispy with the Save or Die podcast calling in. I just want to talk to you about episode 40, uh, the one you did on tokens. I just want to let you know if you're not aware that all of the box sets for 4th Edition Essentials actually came with uh, tokens. So that's the DM's kit, that's the Monster Vault, which you said you have, uh, the two starter sets, and there's also a second product. It's Monster Vault 2, essentially. That's the Nentir Veil. Now, that one's a little different because it does come with the named monsters. When you flip them over, you can see what the name of the monster is. Um, I managed to snag all of these when I still worked at Borders back in 2011 when we were doing the show. And uh, I've got, with all the PC tokens and everything like that, I've got well over 450 monster tokens. Basically more than I'll ever need. I don't know if you can find them for cheap on eBay or Amazon, but that might be someplace to look for you. Anyways, like the show. Take care. Thank you, Crispy, and I'm thrilled that you called the show. And, you know, those tokens, you're right, because I remember when I bought my box, uh, the Monster Vault box, I bought that at Half Price Books for about 10 bucks, and I opened it up, and it seemed a lot more full than I thought it should be, and I realized whoever owned it before probably dumped like four or five of the 4E stuff in there. Because this thing was just jam-packed. I mean, it was up to the to the the brim with with tokens, and I also noticed some of them were named. So it's like, yeah, he probably just dumped. He probably got rid of all his forty stuff and just dumped all his tokens in one box. I've also found token sheets that people have sold separately that say, "I, I love the ones that just say monster." And I like they had bigger tokens. And I like the little rings they gave you. So if you have a, say, a young adult dragon, but you want to make it an adult dragon, you put the ring around and show them how much bigger it is, which is kind of cool. But yeah, thanks for calling. We've got to get you on Thaco's Hammer again. You're a lot of fun. Anyway, I want to talk about... Well, first of all, I'm going to talk about an old supplement that I kind of like because I like Undead. But first I want to talk about stuff like infravision and things like that that the demi-humans have how do you run it in my groups that i'm in and i do this too it's pretty much okay how many demi-humans we have so how much infravision and how much light we need for the humans because evidently you know inevitably it's going to be a mixed party and the way we work it is the demi-human C, 60 feet infravision or night vision or whatever you want to call it. And it gets canceled out when the humans light a lantern or a torch or something. So they got to get beyond that to see anything, which is okay if you're main, you know, dungeon delving and stuff. But if you have like a dwarven scout and he has to scout ahead, and he has to get beyond the torchlight or lantern light to see anything. 
other than the usual stuff that everybody else sees, it's kind of a problem. I don't really know how to handle it. Well, actually, I, I do handle it. I handle it the, the way I told you, but I, I think it's kind of a pain because, you know, that's one of the demi-humans' main shticks is they can see in the dark or they can see further than you, and they don't get to use it. Which is kind of a shame. Some people think, oh, that's no, that's no, nothing. You know, that's that's okay. They got all this other stuff they can do. Well, if you can't see to do it, that's a problem. It's almost like the light. It doesn't blind them, but it's it's almost like, eh, get that thing out of my face type of thing. We've also had it where demi-humans, it depends on where they are in the party. Because evidently, we've also done things like, you know, throw the throw the throw the humans in the back or the middle with the torches and stuff, and let the and let the elf be in front, if he's like. But if he's an elf mage, no, you don't want him there. But if he's like an elf fighter or a dwarf fighter or something like that, yeah, they uh, they can get up front. And I kind of fudge it a bit because you know you got to figure out okay how much light does a torch throw how far how far does a lantern throw because especially if you have if they have like bullseye lanterns which go straight you know they're straight into their their field of vision and they're not going to use it so if anybody else has any other way of doing that i'd be interested in hearing about it because it's it's something that comes up every once in a while especially if you're dealing with a mixed party especially if you're dealing with a mixed party. Anyway, I want to talk about Undead for a minute only because I want to kind of pimp a book. Not really pimp it because it's out of print, but if you can find this book, it's one of those, it's one of those, oh, I'd have to say mid to late 80s first edition AD&D supplements for Forgotten Realms that came out. You remember the Book of Lairs and Book of Lairs 2 and stuff like that? It's in that vein. It's called Lords of Darkness. And what it is, it's about a dozen short adventure scenarios for different types of... Uh, and it's all undead. It's all undead. It And as you go into the book, the first it starts with skeletons. It comes with a scenario for skeletons. And it also gives you, you know, at the end of the, at the, end of the adventure, it gives you kind of like creature notes and things like... You remember the ecology of, or something like that? They'll do something like that, depending on the author, because there's a lot of authors in here. It goes from skeletons, ghouls and gas, white shadows, mummies, vampires, ghosts, specters, and a lich. Plus, it's got mundane guides to artifacts and things like that. Lords of Darkness, which is all the NPCs. And it's just a, a neat book. It's got some really good adventures in here. For, you know, as you go up, as they go up, you can actually make this into a campaign, I think. And it it gives you a lot of a lot of leeway into not leeway, but insight into running undead. Also in the intro by Ed Greenwood, he talks about running undead. And this is where I and I guess Eric Tinker got the idea of alternatives to level drain on certain undead they had the idea of just draining experience points down to the last level. And I was wondering where that came from. So I read, oh yeah, I read it in here. Okay, so that's worth it. It's give you other alternatives to stuff like feeble-minding or uh, freezing the character, things like that. 
and it gives you some really good ideas for that too. This came out, I think, before the Van Richten stuff and all this other stuff. Uh, let's see, this was copyright 1988, so I was right, it was like late 80s. Now, the editing on this, actually, no, the intro is by Ed Greenwood, of course. The editing is by Scott Martin Bowles, but you have, here's here's the people who wrote with it. Ed, Ed also did a few of the, he did like the, the Lich and a few other ones. You also have Deborah Christian, Mike Stackpole, Janelle Jacques, Steve Perrin, Vince Garcia, and Gene Rabe. So you've got pretty much an all-star cast in here writing adventures. And this MSRP on this at the time was $8.95. You could probably find it somewhere close like that on, say, eBay, things like that. I took a quick look on eBay, and I've seen it offered there for as little as 10 bucks. And also, if you go to DriveThruRPG or RPG Now, you can get a PDF of it for $4.99. Well worth it, especially if you like Undead. Great, great book. Anyway, that's all I got today, so I'm going to go start my day. And don't forget, if you want to comment on this or anything, or anything else that I'm talking about, you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor, or you can drop me an email at oldmangrognardgmail.com. And don't forget, we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this show. And I will thank you. And I hope all of you, all of you have a good day. Until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.